Hi there, my name is Anna Michelle Gomu and you are listening to the podcast where we take our time to seek God in His Word each day. We're currently on a Bible in your challenge reading through the entire Bible in 365 days from Genesis to Revelations. And I'm glad you decided to join us today because it's gonna be great. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay listening. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today is day 169 of our Bible in Year Challenge and you are welcome once again. We are continuing on our readings from the books of 1 Kings, 2 Chronicles, and the Songs of Solomon. So today, I think, would be the last day we'll be hearing about King Ahab because the readings in 1 Kings is kind of like a repetition of what we've read about King Ahab and how he died in 2 Chronicles. And it's pretty much the same version, just a little bit tweak here and there. But essentially, um, just to give a summary of what happened, is that the king of Israel and the king of Judah both joined forces to fight the king of Syria concerning Rabbah to Gilead, which is a land, a piece of land that belonged to them initially. And so the king of Judah at that time was King Jehoshaphat, and then King Ahab was the king of Israel. And so while they were about to go into battle and prepare for war, they decided to consult some men of God, some prophets, to know about God's will and God's word concerning how the battle was going to play out. And this was Jehoshaphat's idea. I mean, he was a man that was close to God, so he realized that God's opinion mattered. Anyway, so they consulted certain prophets, and all of them were saying like the same thing, that they are going to win the battle, everything is going to go great, they're going to be victorious. And for some reason, Jehoshaphat just felt like mm, something doesn't sound right, <laughs> you know? Like, why? I don't know. I don't know what his intuition might be, but he just felt like uh, he did not trust their prophecy for some reason. And so he asked um, King Ahab, is there any other person we can consult? And King Ahab said, well, there is one guy, Micaiah, but I hate him because every single time he comes with a word from God, it, it's not a good word. It's always something bad, always something horrible. So I, I, do, I don't like him at all. But anyways, they decided to consult him. And Micaiah comes, I think it's very funny because when Micaiah comes and they ask him, what is God's word concerning this? He says, okay, I mean, you've heard from the other prophets. You can go. The battle is going to be won. You're going to be victorious. But King Ahab knew mm, this does not sound like Micaiah. And I just want to point this very little thing here that King Ahab, even though Micaiah said he was going to be successful in the battle, and even though this was what they wanted to hear, King Ahab knew that Micaiah wasn't telling the truth and this led him to ask him you have to tell the truth what exactly did God say and right after that Micaiah tells him that they're going to be killed he saw the Israelites scattered in battle and this just goes as much as to say that King Ahab knew that this battle wasn't going to be victorious possibly there was just a side of him that knew that God's word concerning the battle concerning the war was that they shouldn't go I mean, this was why he did not consult Micaiah in the first place. And this was why he knew that even when Micaiah told him they were going to be victorious, that this was a lie. Because a part of him knew that God's word concerning this battle was that they shouldn't go. But he still wanted to impose his will. And later on, they would send Micaiah to be imprisoned until they return. Even after Micaiah told them of all the vision that he had about God and the host of the angels and about the lying spirit that was sent to deceive them into dying on the battlefield. And this 
this just gives us a little bit insight into how we work as humans because sometimes we do know what god requires of us we know what god wants us to do and what he does and we know the things that god would approve of and the things that he would disapprove of but sometimes we decide to shut down god's voice in our hearts for our own selfish reasons for our own gratification most times we know (laughs) that doing this would offend god that doing this is not healthy for my relationship with god or my relationship with others but we still go ahead to pursue those things for the little moment of satisfaction that you might give essentially we have to learn to not just listen or hear god's word but to have the discipline to obey his word and to respect it as a final say because when we refuse to submit to god's will and authority what we're saying essentially is that god i know you're god i know you're powerful i know you created me i know you are my creator but I'm going to obey myself. I'm going to do what I want because I respect myself more than I respect you. That is what we say when we choose to disobey and defy God's will. And so today we are called to be people that are obedient and that are submissive to the will of God because essentially everything that Micaiah said and prophesied came to pass as he said that it would. And so God's will is what guides our steps. God's commands it's is what leads us through this times of uncertainties through this times of troubles through this times of many many choices and options god's word is what will never lead us astray sometimes it might feel like we know what is best for us sometimes we feel like our way is so much better than god's way but at the end of it all god is all-knowing meaning he knows the end from the beginning so it might do us a little bit more good to learn to trust him more, to learn to trust him with our problems, to learn to trust him in every single decision that we make. And this is how King Ahab dies. He is killed in the battle, even though he disguises himself um, to deceive the Syrians as not to look like a king. He is shot by an arrow and the word of God comes to pass. And then we're looking at Second Chronicles. It talks about Joash. So We read about how King Ahaziah of Judah wasn't the best of kings. He was a terrible king because his mother was his primary advisor and she was the daughter of King Ahab. And anyway, when he died, um, his mother, Queen Ataliah, killed everybody that could fight or compete with her for the throne so that she would have no opposition. And now she was the ruling leader in Judah. And she was a terrible leader. She led the people of God into idolatry. She committed so many evil and crime. It was a very trying time for the people of Judah. But then her daughter stole Joash, which was the only surviving son from the line of King Ahaziah, and hid him so that he would not be killed. And so now today in Second Chronicles, we are seeing that after six years, Joash is crowned and coronated as the king of Judah. And even if, or even when Queen Ataliah was trying to oppose she was also killed. And we're told that all of the towers, all of the altars that were dedicated to Baal and the idols were pulled down. And so this is like a new beginning for the people of Judah. This is a new king from the line of King David. This is a new time in their worship of God. They have put away all of their idolatries and they have decided to serve God and do everything as God has commanded them. And so this is a new age for the people of Judah. And what we can get from this is that God's promises always comes to pass. His words are too 
too too strong to fail. And even when we are unfaithful, even when we we fall away, even when there are a million reasons for God to desert and leave us, He is so faithful that He doesn't. His love is so consistent that He doesn't abandon us in our sins. He doesn't abandon us in our weakness or in our evil. But His love is strong enough to pull us out of that and give us a new birth, to give us a new song. And so we would see that God's word from the uh, time of Abraham, his promises to Abraham, to Isaac, to Israel, to King David would come to pass, that there would be a king from the direct line of King David, whose kingdom and whose reign will have no end. And this promise would be fulfilled as we continue on the story. Hope to see you guys tomorrow once again. Same time, same place. Please do not forget to share and leave a review. I think this is the shortest episode we've had in a while. Like, <laughs> this is the shortest one we've had in a while, but I don't think it's about the length. I think it's about the message. And hopefully, you got the message today that God is faithful, even when we are not. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. I think I said that before. Please stay blessed and have an amazing day.